Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Hello and welcome to the Hillsong Creative Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Rich Langton and together with my wife Cass, we have the honor and privilege of pastoring the creative team here at Hillsong Church. And, uh, you know, for those who are new, this podcast is all about exploring the intersection between faith and creativity. And I guess it's from that perspective that you'll find some episodes are more about the craft and, and you know, others are really more about life and the life of faith and following Jesus and becoming more like Him. And so hopefully as we put it all together, it will inspire you to live every aspect of life, really, um, you know, in pursuit of Christ, in pursuit of Jesus including the way you think about and go about creating uh, whatever it is that you do as a creative. So welcome. I'm so glad that you're a part of it. And welcome to our regular listeners too. Uh, in this short episode, we will, I hope, um, you know, hope will be an encouragement to to you to turn your attention and your imagination towards who God is. Uh, my prayer is that you'll be encouraged right now, you know, today, wherever you find yourself, wherever you might be listening from, um, you know, to zoom out of life circumstances. And as that old song, I don't know if you know it, but I grew up listening to it, uh, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, as it says, you know, I hope that this episode helps you to turn your eyes upon Jesus uh, and to take just a few minutes to think about who God is and not just on what he does or what, what we might hope that he does for us. Anyways, before we get into all of that, I have to tell you that our team here in Sydney, actually many of our team in churches, you know, in our church locations around the world, um, they're currently working really hard on putting together our worship and creative conference for this year. It's called Arrows, for anybody that doesn't know, and it's coming up in really just a few a few weeks Um and I've got to say that I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be like nothing that we've done before. Um, it's an online only experience because here in Sydney, we're still in lockdown, uh, still in our homes and not able to gather. But I think that's going to be actually uh, to our benefit because it means that so many more people, um, many of you who are listening around the world can be a part of it. And as I said, I'm, I'm really personally looking forward to it. Because I can't wait to see what God has uh, for the time together, what, what plans he's going to unfold as we gather together for the conference. I really believe that he will lead us and he'll guide us as we gather together. Because I don't know about you, but I have had some really life-changing moments at conferences. God has spoken to myself and to Cass really clearly and given us life direction uh, at conferences, at times where we've set you know, we set time aside. We've we've made a commitment to do something, to be somewhere, and to seek Him for that time. And God's turned up in those moments, spoken to us through uh, His Word and through the you know the sessions that we've been a part of. And I, I'm really believing that this year, Arrows, you know, our Worship and Creative Conference will be just like that uh, for me, but also for you. 
I'm excited about it. It's going to be great. And I believe God will actually speak to you and to me at the time. So, um, you know, I, I'd encourage you to be a part of it. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes so that you can go check out more information about it and perhaps register. I hope that we get to see you there. And there's one other thing that I wanted to mention real quick, and that is our Artists Still Live Here magazine. If you don't know about it or if you haven't heard about it, um, well, it's a magazine and the latest edition is actually out and uh, I'd love to encourage you to check it out. It's a free download and all you do is, um, again, check out the link in the show notes and you can you can see all about it. The magazine is designed really to highlight and to champion artists and creatives um, and, and predominantly those within the breadth um, and depth of Hillsong Creative um, and our creative community globally. It's a space that lets us tell stories um, that I really believe will inspire you. It's, it looks really beautiful and it's something that you can share with other creative friends and we really hope that it helps to stir up God-inspired creativity within you. And, um, you know, as you read it, I hope that it's um, something that you can, you can uh, see yourself in and see the stories of other people's lives in it and be encouraged by that. In this edition, there are so many good articles. I was just flicking through it, you know, virtually. And um, there's one called An Invitation to Wonder. And it's all about wondering, obviously. (laughs) Um, But it's an invitation to wonder. And and I think that one particularly is going to... it's going to just open up your imagination to new possibilities. And also there's another one called um, Investments All Creatives Should Make This Year. It's super practical and I think that one will just be, um, you know, there'll be things you go, ah, oh, I actually should make the investment into maybe one of those things this year. Uh, so I'd be grateful if you would check it out and I'm super grateful to our team who've put it together. They work hard on it and it's, and it's actually really awesome. It's called Artists Still Live Here and check, out, check it out in the show notes below. Anyways, on to today's encouragement. Lately, Cass and I, um, well, we've been meeting with our team online because we're in lockdown, as I mentioned earlier, but uh, Cass has been asking our team in meetings and one-on-one conversations to describe their current circumstances in one sentence. And it's been fascinating to hear people's responses because I guess we're all in different places, uh, you know, different places in life, and we're all facing different circumstances, even, even all at the same time. And I know even as you're listening to me today, your circumstances and your life will look completely different to mine. The circumstances you're facing and your inner world even will be completely different to mine. Um, but I wonder if you took a minute even now, uh, what would, how would you describe, what would your life be like, you know, in one sentence? How would you describe it, the season in a sentence? Just one sentence the season of life that you're in. If you, um, you know, go with the first thing that, you, that pops into your mind, uh, don't overthink it or anything, because I think maybe those first things that you think about, they're the, they're the real thoughts that you have, the thoughts that you have before you capture, sort of, sort of, sort of catch yourself having a second thought uh, or before you're being politically correct with yourself. What is the season that you're currently in? How would you describe that in a sentence? So if I'm honest, you know, if I do that for myself, 
Um, and if I had to describe life in, in, right now in one sentence, I think I would say something like this. I'm glad that Jesus is in control. And I think probably you can get the sense of uh, how I'm feeling by, by listening to that sentence. I'm glad that Jesus is in control. Um, it's, it says more than, than just the words, doesn't it? Um, it's really, to me, that, that's all about uh, the fact that the world is in a pretty crazy place right now and Sydney is in a crazy place and Australia is all messed up. Um, and, and I guess my hope is in Christ, uh, but gee, wow, the world is, is going nuts right now. Um, half of our country is in lockdown. And for those of you in Australia, you'll know that. Um, we've been in lockdown, uh, I guess, for the second time. You know, last year we, we, it was happening to us and particularly our, our friends in Victoria uh, here in, in Australia, they were in lockdown a lot last year. And then here in Sydney, we've been in lockdown another 12 weeks right now. And um, I guess we'll be in it for a bunch more weeks. Um, and being isolated, it does funny things to people, I think. You know, I don't know about you, but for me, <laughs> even even my own thinking and my own outlook on life, uh, being in the same place, doing the same things each day, it, it just can mess with you if you're not careful. And the lack of community and the ability to interact, it honestly, as we know, it just isn't good for people. But aside from from here and from what's happening in lockdown and COVID and all of that stuff that's still going on for Australia, uh, the world around us is, is in all sorts of strife and there's all sorts of tension, as you would know if you turn on the news or if you read anything online. Um, the world and online is crazy. Um, and I, I particularly think that the online world has, has gone to a crazy place. And it, I guess it's been spiraling downwards for a few years. But where we find ourselves these days with opinions and conspiracies running rampant, it's pretty crazy. And I think that we have to, uh, we have to sort of arrest ourselves and bring ourselves back from that place and remember that Jesus is in control. But it, as I look at it all, as I said, I'm grateful that Jesus is supreme and he is in control. And I was reminded of this really recently when I reread the book of Colossians in the Bible. And for anyone who hasn't uh, read Colossians lately or, you know, or at all, uh, let me just take the time to read a couple of verses for you to perhaps inspire you to go read it, but also to, uh, to draw out some real truths that I think can help you and I as we uh, navigate the seasons that we find ourselves in. So Colossians 1, 15 and 16, it says this, The Son, that's speaking of Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. I particularly love that last line. In him all things hold together. Honestly, the book of Colossians, it's a small book, but, and it, you know, it's a quick read, uh, but the impact of it could actually be huge, I believe, if we allow it to. 
And uh, for my own life, it's it's having some huge benefits because that's that uh, season in a sentence thing. My natural response is to go, oh, Lord, the world is out of control. I'm so glad that you're in control. But then the book of Colossians, it it brings it home in a whole new way. Um, to give you some context, Paul, the Apostle Paul wrote Colossians, and when he wrote it, he was in prison for preaching the gospel. He really he wasn't a criminal per se. He was just preaching Jesus, and they put him in, in prison. And obviously the prisons back in the day, you know, the first century, they were not luxurious in any sense of the word. They were not like, uh, you know, living in a, in a hotel and perhaps even not even like a, a, a prison that you might find yourself in in today's world. Um, I read a, a Christianity Today article and it was describing the Roman prisons from the first century. And uh, it, it, it said it like this. It goes, Roman imprisonment, was preceded by being stripped naked and then flogged, humiliating, painful, and bloody ordeal. The bleeding wounds were untreated. Prisoners sat in painful leg or wrist chains. Mutilated, blood-stained clothing was not replaced, even in the cold of winter. In his final imprisonment, Paul asked for a cloak, presumably because of the cold. goes on to say, Most cells were dark, especially the inner cells of a prison, like the one Paul and Silas inhabited in Philippi. Unbearable, cold, lack of water, cramped quarters and sickening stench from few toilets were made sleeping, diffi- made sleeping difficult and waking hours miserable. Male and female prisoners were sometimes incarcerated together, which led to sexual immorality and abuse. Prison food, when available, was poor. Most prisoners had to provide their own food from outside sources. When Paul was in prison in Caesarea, Felix, the uh, procurator, gave orders to the centurion that none of his friends should should be prevented from attending to his needs. Because of the miserable conditions, many prisoners begged for a speedy death and others simply committed suicide. I don't know about you, but... um, when I listen to that and I compare it to the words that Paul wrote uh, in the book of Colossians, the letter that he wrote to the Colossians when he was in prison, it makes my mind, you know, just blow because he makes these huge, all-embracing statements about Jesus, about how he is God and how everything was made by him and for him and how everything is held together by Jesus. And when he's speaking from the center of an overwhelming life and death situation in prison, um, he speaks out into the realities of a heavenly place, of this other reality, this bigger truth. Um, He's consciously and overtly speaking the truth, but it flies in the face of the situation that he finds himself in. It flies in the face of apparent reality. And yet he doesn't hold back. He just goes for it. He speaks about who Jesus is despite the situation that he finds himself in. And I don't know about you, but oftentimes I look at my situation and I wonder where God is. And yet God is uh, holding it all together. That's the reality. So today, wherever you find yourself, my encouragement is this. 
let's together, you know, you and I, let's allow Paul and the truth of God's word to remind us that at the exact moment when all hell is breaking loose and when the world around us seems to be out of control or, you know, it seems to be losing the control that it thought it had, let's remember that Jesus is actually sovereign, that God is above it all, and that he's actually holding everything we see together, all of it, every situation, every circumstance, he's holding it all together. And our confidence should not be in our culture. Our confidence should not be in our government or in the goodness or lack of goodness in the world around us or the situations that we find ourselves in. Many of those things I've mentioned are good. You know, the the culture around us can be okay and and the government can be, you know, obviously it can be God-ordained, but our confidence is not in those things. It's not even in the good things that we see around us. It's not in the lack of goodness or the bad things that are happening to us. Our confidence is in Jesus and him alone, in who he is, in who his word says that he is. And I know we all need the message that I'm speaking right now and that message from the gospel of Col- or from the gospel and the book of Colossians. We need it with everything in us, particularly those of us who are in, in terrible situations right now. But I also really believe that it's for those of us who find ourselves in good situations because we can begin to trust in the circumstances when they're good uh, instead of trusting in God. We can begin to think that the circumstances are sovereign and in actual fact, no, God is beyond them, he's bigger than them and he's going to work through them but he is, he is holding good and bad together himself. He is the sovereign one. And I know there are people listening and you've forgotten this sovereignty of God aspect to the Christian faith. The, you've forgotten maybe that, that Jesus promises to make all things right. Uh, and you've let go of the hope that we have in him. And so I just want to remind us all, me included, that all hope should never and does not ever need to be lost. And as a creative community of faith, we need to sustain or, or maybe even recreate a culture within ourselves and within our teams and without, within our churches where this, where this incredible and ridiculous truth is woven into the fabric of everything we do. Because Christ is the answer. We know it. I know we know it. And I know it seems basic, but we have to remind ourselves that he is the answer. He is the fullness of God, and in him we have all we need for salvation and for living this incredible, secure, peace-filled life that Paul the Apostle was living, even in prison. And so I'm calling on, on you and I'm calling on me to represent Jesus well, no matter where we find ourselves, in good and in the bad, in season and out of season, We have to live for the benefit of others. We have to go beyond ourselves and our own situations, in our minds, in our thinkings, and in our actions. Whether we're in prison or we're free, whether we're in lockdown or we're out of lockdown, whether we're employed or unemployed, whether we're successful in the world's eyes or we're bitter failures in our own eyes and in the eyes of others, 
None of it matters in comparison to who Jesus is and the hope that we can find in who he is, whether we like our situation or we don't. As I said, Jesus holds it all together. He holds your world and mine together. He holds you and me together. So my encouragement is today to trust God, to pursue Jesus and to not lose hope and to never give up. And let's do everything we can to continue to yield to him, to the truth of his word and not to our circumstances because it's in him and it's by him and it's for him that we were created. Amen. Amen. Hey, I hope that that has been an encouragement to you. Certainly the the book of Colossians and those words from Colossians have been a, a real encouragement to me. And I pray that we live them. We don't just hear them and move on from a podcast, but that, that it challenges you to actually take on board the hope that you can have no matter what. So I hope you've enjoyed it. We love you guys. And uh, as always, if you haven't subscribed, do that now so that you can be a part of this community that we're growing in the podcast. And as I mentioned earlier, register for WCC and download the magazine and be a part of all of of what's happening because I know it will encourage you. Talk to you soon.